There's a great movie that came out, I think it was a couple years ago, and I'm sure some of you or many of you have already seen it. It's called The King's Speech, and it's a movie uh, about a true story. And it's about King George VI of England, and he, throughout his life, had a terrible speech impediment. He stammered, and as a prince, whenever he had to give these brief discourses in public, uh, he stammered considerably and was quite an embarrassment to the people of England. You can actually go and you can Google King George VI, and you can see there's real footage of him as a king and as a prince giving different discourses, and you can see how he's stammering considerably. All right, don't do that now on your cell phones. You can do it after Mass, right? But um, in this movie, at, at one point, the, um, his father, the king, dies, and King George VI takes the throne. And it's right when World War II breaks out, and he needs to give a speech to his country and to the world, a speech that's going to be broadcast around the world. And throughout his time leading up to his coronation, he becomes friends with a speech therapist, an Australian named Lionel. And he's walking down this corridor about to give this speech right, to England when World War II is breaking out. And they walk down this long corridor and they arrive to the broadcasting room and it's just the two of them inside, right? They shut the door and they have about 30 seconds before the king is on air. And the king is there on one side of the microphone and he's looking across and on the other side of the microphone is his speech therapist, Lionel, who has become his very dear friend. And as the red light begins to flash, right, when he gets to four flashes, he's on the air, and as the light, red light begins to flash, Lionel looks across the microphone to King George VI, and he says the following. He says, forget everything else and just say it to me. Say it to me as a friend. Today's readings are about prophets. The first reading we heard about the prophet Jeremiah, and in the gospel, Jesus himself refers to him as a prophet, right? When he says that no prophet is accepted in his native place. And when we today, we hear the word prophet, right? What's the first thing that comes to our mind? The first thing that comes to our mind is someone who can tell the future. We think of a prophet, we think of, wow, someone who could foretell all these events. But that's not principally what it means to be a prophet. If we go back to the first reading, we see God explains to Jeremiah when he calls him, he explains to him what it means to be a prophet. He says the following, Stand up and tell them all that I command you. A prophet, essentially, is someone who listens to God and then stands up for God in society. 
That's what Jeremiah was called to do. That's what Jesus Christ was called to do. And it may come as a surprise to you to realize that it's also what each and every one of us as Christians, what we're called to do. Jesus Christ, after the resurrection, he went into the upper room where the apostles were huddled and they were afraid. And what is the first thing that he said to them? He says, peace be with you. And then he says, as the Father has sent me, so I send you. As the Father has sent me, so I send you. That is, as the Father has sent me and has given me the vocation to be a prophet, that is, to listen to God and stand up for him in society, so I am sending you. We, every single one of us as Christians, has received that vocation. And if we forget that, all we need to do is look at the moment of baptism. Right? Most of us were young and we don't remember what was said at our baptism, but when a child gets baptized here in our church, what happens after the priest pours the water over that child's forehead? He anoints the crown of the head of that child and he speaks about how he's anointing that child just as Jesus Christ has been anointed priest, prophet, and king. We have the vocation of prophet. And I think, if we're honest with ourselves, we have that experience where our conscience is telling us to stand up for either what's right or to speak about God in public or to give some testimony, right? Something that God has been telling us in our heart and all of a sudden the occasion arises and we know we should stand up for him and yet we're afraid. I think we all have that experience one time or another in our life where we experience that fear but we shouldn't get discouraged because Jeremiah also experienced that fear. Jeremiah was afraid of his mission. Jesus Christ as well experienced that fear, that anguish in the garden. That's why he sweat blood. But what, what is it that helped these prophets that we read about today? What is it that helped them overcome that fear? Well, we read about it in the first reading. God tells Jeremiah, Before I formed you in the womb, I knew you. Before you were born, I dedicated you. A prophet to the nations, I appointed you. He reminds Jeremiah that he is loved. Jeremiah is able to fulfill his mission as a prophet because he first listens to and speaks with God as a friend, someone who loves him. I'd like to invite you to, to do the following. We know from the first letter of John, John says God is love. I want to read just a passage from our second reading today, and I'm going to substitute the word love for God. And ask yourself, as I'm reading this passage, is this the way I relate to God? Brothers and sisters, God is patient. God is kind. God is not jealous. He is not pompous. He is not inflated. He is not rude. 
God does not seek his own interests. He is not quick-tempered. He does not brood over injury. God does not rejoice over wrongdoing, but rejoices with the truth. God bears all things. God believes all things. God hopes all things. God endures all things. God never fails. My dear brothers and sisters, is this the way that you relate to God in your prayer? If I feel afraid of standing up for God, then maybe it's because I really don't experience his friendship. Maybe it's because when I have those moments to speak with him, I don't speak to him as a friend. I'd invite you to always remember that God is with you in those difficult moments in your life. I would invite you to imagine God and see him before you in your prayer. And as Lionel said to King George VI, forget everything else and just say it to me. Say it to me as a friend.